Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching, if you don't know who I am, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis on the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork done. Things like uh, getting your articles of incorporation with the state, EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by partners and clients. Um, Brand protect, basic brand protection strategy so people don't steal your business ideas and uh, hiring policy so you don't get sued for discrimination, um, as well as a myriad of other things. But those, uh, but these foundational things that you need to, you know, make your business legitimate and make sure that it's got a strong foundation. I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do those things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I've been one for 15 years and counting. Uh, with a specialization in business formation. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Thank you, Sincere39. Uh, not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, so that is why I am here, okay? Um, yes, so if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you are thinking about starting a business and you don't know how to start, or you've even been in business for a while, but you realize to the next level, I'm your girl. I'm who you want to talk to, all right? Um, go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, um, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can pick up, uh, the business entities ebook this month. We are focusing on business entities, um, and, uh, there is, uh, you know, as opposed to maybe getting the information piecemeal, uh, I have, I have an ebook that you can get for $9 and 97 cents, uh, to, to, to help you be informed so that you can choose the business entity that works best for you. That gives you the most legal and financial gain. Okay. Um, Hey, Margaret. And at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, that's also where you can purchase a lot of my video trainings and it's where you can get your NPL legal dish merch. We have t-shirts, we have mugs. The t-shirts come in navy blue, black, and white. Uh, the mugs are, you know, a uniform design. Hey Shonda. Um, so yeah, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is how you connect with me in all the ways. Okay. But that is enough about uh, my uh, what I do on the business side. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works, if for some reason we have some new, you know, some new people might be watching later, uh, is I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, anywhere I find an interesting story that has a lesson that we can learn as business owners, and we 
talk about them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. Don't be quiet. As long as your comments and questions are respectful, they are welcome here, okay? And I am going to be asking you questions, so you're going to have to keep your eyes and ears open. I'm going to need you to type some things into the comment box, all right? Uh, but the, w- before we jump into our stories, as I said last week, I am incorporating a new segment to the live show that I am calling NPL Nuggets, and it is where, you know, I just give you a quick bite of information having to do with business formation, a concept that you need to know. Uh, now, like I said earlier, this month we are focusing on business entities, so Today, I wanted to um, just quickly go over sole proprietorships and partnerships, okay? Sole proprietorships are business, is, uh, it is a business structure, a business entity that is run by one person. You are personally responsible for any and all debts that your business incurs, okay? Um, now, uh, and then as well, you have partnerships, which is a business run by two or more people. Now, um, hi, Sway the Mute. In general, if you have a general partnership, uh, the, the partners will be personally responsible for debts and things like that for the business. They'll be personally responsible, but you have the option of what's called limited partnerships. So those were, those were the concepts that I wanted to give you guys today. Just sole proprietorships and partnerships. Again, these are just quick bites. If you want the full scoop on sole proprietorships and partnerships, you need to pick up the ebook, the business entities ebook. It's only $9.97. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. So remember we are covering business entities the entire month. Um, so if you want to follow along, pick up the ebook, you know, and get some information. All right. That's over. Let's move on to the show, everybody, okay? Uh, first story of the evening. Um, does any, now, if you know who Nicki Minaj is, please give me, hey, 76 Grim K, if you know who Nicki Minaj is, give me an N in the comments. If you know who Nicki Minaj is, give me an N in the comments. And if you know who Tracy Chapman is, give me a T in the comments, okay? Now, um, if you have not been following this story, we've actually talked about it a couple of times, uh, Nicki Minaj uh, released an album, thank you for the ends, Nicki Minaj released an album in 2018 called Queen, um, thank you for the T's as well. Uh, there was a song that was not on the album that Nikki really wanted on there. Thank you for all the teas. Um, and it was a song that sampled Tracy Chapman's Baby Can I Hold You. Now, Tracy Chapman is known to not give people clearance to do anything with her music, but, you know, um, Nikki, she experimented with it, you know, and she loved the song. And she asked Tracy, you know, if she would give her the permission, and Tracy said, no, girl, I don't want you to touch my song. Um, apparently, uh, somehow, even though the song wasn't released on the album, the song was sent to, uh, you saw this story, Rondi? Okay, the, the song was sent to Funkmaster Flex, who was a very well-known DJ in New York, and he played it on his show. 
and Tracy Chapman sued Nicki Minaj for copyright infringement because she said, girl, I told you you could not use my song, and not only did you use it, you broadcast it on, uh, you know, to the world. Um, so, you know, they went to court, uh, Nikki, she won one of the, one of the counts, um, because Tracy Chapman kind of tried to sue her for even using her song at all, but the judge was like, look, you know, artists, they experiment, whatever, whatever, but there was still the issue of the song getting out into the world, right? So, Nikki and Tracy Chapman were in court, and apparently Nicki Minaj does not want this lawsuit going on any further, and she has um, offered Tracy Chapman $450,000 to settle this case, and Tracy Chapman has accepted it, okay? So, this is the power of copyrights, ladies and gentlemen. Tracy Chapman wrote Baby Can I Hold You in 1988, um... And while Tracy Chapman had a really, you know, good run in the late 80s, early 90s, I'm not going to say nobody's checking for Tracy, but Tracy is not being booked the way she was before. So, uh, but having this copyright for this song that, you know, she didn't want used, she's able to get a 400, almost a half a million dollar payday settlement because somebody used her stuff in a way that she did not want. This is why it's important to have your intellectual property protected. Now, some people brought up the issue, but they were like, well, Nikki didn't even um, make any money off of it. She didn't sell it. That's not the issue with copyrights. When you have a copyright, a copyright says, I own this, I made this, I get to say what happens to it. It doesn't necessarily have to do with money. So it doesn't matter that Nikki didn't put the song on her album. The issue is that the song got out into the world when Tracy Chapman did not want it to exist, period. Sincere39 said she should have asked, right? So I want to know from you guys, do you think that this is a fair settlement between Nikki and Tracy? Or do you think that Tracy deserves more? Does Tracy deserve less? What do you think, um, what do you think about this, this settlement between Nicki Minaj and Tracy Chapman? Um, I think it's actually, I personally think it's actually more than fair. Um, I'm not sure what Tracy Chapman was asking for from the court, but, um, but I think this is more than fair. Almost half a million dollars because somebody used your song. Uh, you know, without your permission, and it's not even a song that Nikki is selling. It's a song that just that just got out, so it's not like Nikki is continuing to make money on it. Um, <clears throat> Margaret Massey said Tracy accepted. So fair. Does anybody think Tracy deserved more? Maybe does anybody think Tracy deserved less? Hmm. Um. I think this. I think this is a really um great ending. You know, Nikki's just like, look, I'm tired. I'm not fighting this no more. I did it, you know, it's not like I can't say I did it, so, uh, so, you know, just take this money. Sincere 39 said Fast Car was her other song. Yes, it was her other song. 76 Grim K said she should have gotten more. Okay, how much do you think she should have gotten, 76 Grim K? How much do you think Tracy Chapman should have gotten for Nikki's unauthorized release of the song that sampled Baby Can I Hold You. Sincere39 said more. 
All right, so we have some people who think there's more, and we have some people who think it was fair. Nobody seems to think Tracy deserved less, so okay. What y'all think? Okay, uh, well, okay, 76 Grimke said that Tracy Chapman should have gotten a million dollars. Look, you know, I respect Tracy Chapman, I just don't know if that sample was worth a million dollars, especially considering that Nicki Minaj is not making money from it. Um, but you know, if you think it's worth a million dollars, hey, who am I to argue with you? Anyway, moving on. Uh, Rondi Gooden said, I think it was fair because she sampled it a fully, she sampled it a fully produced song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. <clears throat> moving on to our next story of the evening. Sincere 39 agrees. All right. Um, if you are familiar with the NFL, give me a football emoji. Everybody should be giving me a football emoji because y'all know what football is. And if you are familiar with the XFL, give me an X. <laughs> yes, where the money resides, 76 Green K. The money resides in that copyright for Tracy Chapman. <clears throat> So if you know, if you've heard, if you are familiar with the NFL, give me a football emoji. And if you are familiar with the XFL, give me an X. Thank you for the football. Um, did I press record on this thing? Yes, I did. Okay. Thank you, Sincere39. Um, if you don't know, the XFL is an alternate uh, football league. Uh, they're trying to, you know, ramp up their popularity. They were purchased, um, uh, uh, thank you, Shauna. They are partially owned by Dwayne Johnson, otherwise known as The Rock, and some other people. Um, so the XFL, you know, they're trying to make their mark in the sports world, right? Um, if you uh, looked at my stories today, I posted a picture of two um, emblems, two logos of oil rigs. And I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. And most of you said yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to tell you what that picture had to do with anything. Thank you for all of the X's. All right. Um, so there is a Houston XFL team, the Houston Roughnecks. They are trying to trademark their logo. If you have not had a chance to look at the picture in my, in my stories, Maybe just pop out real quick and check it out because I think that you need to see the um, the pictures to know what I'm talking about, okay? Um, so the XFL team, Houston Roughnecks, they are, oh, Margaret said too close. They have been trying to register the logo for their team um, and they are being opposed by the NFL, okay? Um, now, the team that, uh, that, uh, the NFL had this logo for was a team that was called the Houston Oilers. Now the Houston Oilers, they no longer exist, right? Um, but the NFL still, um, since the other night said Oilers aren't around anymore. Yes, exactly. The Oilers aren't around anymore, but the NFL still owns the trademark, right? So, if they want, so if they wanted to release, you know, a, a line of nostalgic merch for, you know, NFL teams past, they still have that trademark to do so. 
So they are opposing the XFL's attempt to trademark their particular logo because it looks so similar to the, the logo of the, uh, the old Houston Oilers team. Okay. Now, I don't know when the Houston Oilers, uh, you know, went, went, you know, down by the wayside, but either way, even if you, um, let's say if your, if your business goes out of business, right, but you own the trademark, you still can, you know, assert your, assert your rights. The NFL, they, they come out with commemorative merch all of the time. Um, so they're like, you know, what if we want to come out with a Houston Oilers, you know, uh, I don't know, anniversary, anniversary Jersey or whatever, right? They don't want that to be confused with the XFL's Houston Roughnecks. So the NFL is opposing the Houston Roughnecks attempt to trademark their logo. Uh, since they're not said, oh, okay, they are the Titans now when they moved. There's a football team called the Titans. You can tell I don't pay attention to any other team but the Patriots. Um, <clears throat> since either night said, but that makes sense if you want an Earl Campbell jersey. Okay, so you know football. I do not. I don't know who Earl Campbell is. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> but you know, if the NFL wants to come out with an Oilers jersey at some point, <clears throat> they don't want it to be confused with the XFL team because these two football leagues have nothing to do with each other. While they do play the same sport, um, <laughs> while they do play the same sport, they, they don't, you know, they, they don't mix with each other. NFL stays on their side of the road. XFL stays on their side of the road. So NFL says, look, we don't want any cross contamination. So you need to change that logo. All right. So <clears throat> the NFL is opposing the logo. And we, uh, and we have to, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens with the USPTO. Uh, since it not said Tennessee Titans, they lost yesterday. Okay. Hi, Miss Crystal 520. Tennessee Titans. You know, I didn't even know Tennessee had a football team. Mm. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, before we move on. To our, to our next story of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday, mm, look at that, my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. And if you have just come into, if you've come into the broadcast um, after I made the announcement at the beginning, as I told you guys, I only broadcast Monday through Wednesdays now. But this coming Thursday, I will be doing a co uh, a, a live broadcast with Shara Gibson of Can I Ventures. She asked me to um, come on to her platform to talk about business formation and starting up as a new entrepreneur. So if you kind of want a whole rundown of the business formation process, um, you know, uh, f uh, make sure you turn your notifications on. I will be going live at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. So follow me, follow can I ventures, C A N I ventures. Um, and you know, we're going to have some fun. I'm also going to be broadcasting this, um, co-live on clubhouse. So if you are on clubhouse, 
follow me. Okay, my clubhouse handle is at sweet underscore tally. Sweet underscore T-A-L-I-E. Um, I, like I said, I signed up with Clubhouse for my personal Twitter before I really knew what it was. Had I known, I would have signed up with my business one. But follow me on uh, Clubhouse at Sweet underscore Tally because I will be broadcasting the show on there and maybe you can pop in and ask her questions. Trini Lover 30, how you doing, doll? I haven't seen you in forever and a day. All right. All right. Moving on to our next story. Uh, is anybody familiar with Yeti coolers? If you are familiar with Yeti coolers, give me a snowman emoji. Sweet or sweet? Uh, oh, um, the first one, sincere, S-W-E-E-T. Um, yes. If you know what a Yeti cooler is, give me a snowman. Oh, thank you, Miss Crystal520. Okay. All right. 76 Grim Case said no. Uh, Yeti coolers, they're, they're really like high performance coolers. I think they go for as much as $400 since everyone knows what it is. Um, they're very expensive, but you know, they're very good at, I guess, um, I'm good, hon. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, they are, you know, they're, they're expensive coolers, but they keep your drinks cold, right? Um, and the company, I'm not sure when they started, but they are based in Austin, right? Um, and in 2020, they got, uh, trademarks for the word Yeti for beer glasses and drinkware. Since thirty nine said really good coolers. Okay. Um, so this company, Yeti, they recently acquired a trademark for the word Yeti for like beer glasses and drinks, basically drinkware, right? And they also got a trademark for um, the phrase Yeti presents. <laughs> okay. Um, now Yeti, the Yeti coolers, apparently for the most part, you buy them online. They do have a few physical locations. Apparently they have a total of eight, um, physical locations nationwide, right? <clears throat> one being in Austin and their most recent one having opened in Denver, Colorado. Keep that in mind. Yeti just opened a location in Denver, Colorado. Now there is a brewing company, a company that makes beer called the Great Divide Brewing Company, and they make a beer called Yeti Imperial Stout. They have been making this beer since 2003, and they do have a trademark for Yeti in um, the realm. I just gleeked, y'all. Um, in the realm of, uh, of beers, you know, alcoholic beverages. <clears throat> now, Great Divide and Yeti, they are no strangers to each other. As a matter of fact, um, when Yeti was coming up, Great Divide and Yeti collaborated with each other for some for a type of giveaway for a Yeti cooler. Um, but uh, ever since Yeti got their official trademark from the USPTO, the Great Divide is contesting their trademark. Now, um, like I said, Great Divide, they are based in Denver, Colorado. So why do you think Great Divide... This company that collaborated with Yeti in the past, why do you think they're opposing Yeti's trademark right now? 
Why do you think they are opposing this trademark that was issued to Yeti Coolers? Why is Great Divide Brewing Company opposing Yeti Coolers trademark? Okay. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of a minute because I know you got to type that in. Uh, my people on the podcast, uh, you know, just hold on tight. I really want to give people a chance to um, get this answer in while you guys are, are writing that in. Um, I want to remind you guys that you can book your one-on-one coaching sessions at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Uh, yes. Uh, so if you need, you know, a business formation strategy, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. Okay. 76 Grim case said there is room for confusion because of the collaboration in the past. Miss Crystal 520 said too similar in name. Can't think of the legal term. Um, Margaret Massey said, because of the beer, they don't want confusion. All of those are very good answers, but I think we missed, um, uh, a detail. Remember I said Yeti coolers, they opened a location in Denver, right? Um, hi cooks, Yolanda Yeti, Yeti coolers. They opened a location in Denver prior to this. There were no Yeti physical locations in Denver. If you were in Colorado, you had to order it online, right? Great Divide Brewery, they are located in Denver, Colorado. Why do you think they're opposing Yeti's trademark? Great Divide Brewery that makes beer. Because remember, Yeti has a trademark in the um, in the industry of Drinkware, glasses, things like that. Beer mugs. <clears throat> Margaret Massey said because of the beer, right? Um, you know what, Margaret? I think you're, you're actually the closest out of anyone. Because beer, when, when you're drinking a beer, you're going to have to drink it in something. If you're not drinking it in a bottle, you're going to be drinking it in some type of glass, right? So those are related industries. So um, Great Divide is a little concerned that people might think that Yeti coolers with their drinkware is somehow associated with Great Divide Brewing Company. And what if Great Divide Brewing Company wants to come out with their own, you know, Yeti glasses for this Yeti Imperial Stout that they have been brewing since 2003? There is a possibility of confusion in the marketplace. So um, Great Divide is contesting these trademarks that were issued to uh, Yeti coolers. Does anybody own a Yeti cooler? If you own a Yeti cooler, give me a Y in the comments. Right. Um, and since the 39 said no idea, but Yeti coolers are more familiar to people. They are familiar. Cause I, I, when I was reading it, I was like, I feel like I've heard of Yeti coolers before. I'm not totally familiar with them, but I'm sure it's like, you know, it, it's been burned into the back of my brain somewhere. All right. Okay. Um, Sincere39 said, who outside of Colorado knows that beer? Sincere39, um, why? Okay. Um, oh, you on one? Cool. It, it's not a matter of who outside of Colorado knows Sincere39. The fact is that Great Divide has this federal trademark for Yeti. It doesn't matter if nobody knows that I own it. The fact is I own it, right? Who cares if people only know it in Colorado? I still took the time to pay the money to get this application for the trademark. It's a nationwide trademark, 
So that, um, so it doesn't matter if nobody outside of Colorado knows. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, does, has anybody, uh, ever heard of a man by the name of Bernard Spain? If you have heard of Bernard Spain, just give me a yes or no in the comments. Um, and if you have heard of a store chain called Dollar Express, just give me a, a dollar a, a dollar sign in the comments. If you have heard of Bernard Spain, give me a yes. If you have heard of the chain Dollar Express, give me a dollar sign. Okay. Seventy six Grimke said no. Okay, you haven't heard of Bernard Spain. That's cool because I hadn't heard of him till today either. Um, Margaret said no to both. Um, okay. So I have, uh, um, have any of, do any of you like, um, well, if you pay attention to the bags that you get from restaurants and things in stores, have you ever gotten the bag that has the smiley face and it says, have a nice day or have a happy day? Have you ever seen like, you know, the plastic bags, they give them to you at the store and they have the smiley face on them. If you have ever gotten that, please give me a smiley face in the comments, all right? And I'm going to tell you why I'm asking all of uh why I'm asking you all of these questions. Um this there the gentleman that I just told you about, <clears throat> Margaret said yes. The gentleman uh that I just told you about, Bernard Spain. Uh he recently passed away at the age of 86. And he was quite an interesting gentleman. He actually launched um, the Dollar Express chain, Bernard Spain, since year 39. He launched the Dollar Express chain. Um, uh, they have uh, 106 stores nationwide, uh, and they pull in about $200 million of revenue every year. Okay. All right. Um, and aside from launching this very successful chain of stores, thank you, AP Jackson, Bernard Spain actually also held the copyright to the smiley face. I bet you didn't know that the smiley face had a copyright owner, but it does. Bernard Spain in 1971. Now he did not create the, the yellow smiley face. He, uh, somebody else, um, created it. He, um, and he took that and then he added the phrase, have a happy day. And he copyrighted that image and he sold buttons and, and all manner of trinkets with the smiley face. Um, so I wanted to bring up this story because I just thought it was really interesting because who would have thought that the smiley face, this emoji that we use every day, this thing that we see everywhere it was, it actually had an owner. It had a copyright on it. It has a copyright on it. And, you know, some Bernard Spain, he had a lot, he had the foresight to be like, you know, this could be something really big. And he copyrighted it way back in 1971. Um, now, Mr. Spain, he recently passed away. So, you know, condolences to his family. Um, 76 Grimke said, uh, okay, a lot of you didn't know that. 76 Grimke said, I collect smiley face cups and buttons, etc. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, well, you have Bernard Spain to thank for that, okay? 
And Bernard Spain, he was very smart. He copyrighted that smiley face that we have seen everywhere on back. I bet you didn't know that it had such an interesting history. Hey, Beast Mode Burke. All right. But yeah, uh, you know, rest in peace to uh, Bernard Spain. And thank you for the uh, smiley face. <laughs> All right. So, uh, those were the, the stories that I had for you this evening. Now we do, the show is extended now because I only do it three days a week. So we have about, uh, eight minutes before, uh, collection on your desk whenever you get, we get back to work. Okay. Um, so we have about eight minutes before we have to end. Um, I'm going to go over some of the announcements at the beginning, but if you have any questions for me, now is the time to ask, okay? We, uh, we've got seven minutes now, so if you have questions on business formation, about business entities, sole proprietorships, partnerships, now is the time to ask, okay? Um, announcements. Uh, this, like I said uh, in the middle of the show, this Thursday, I will be going live with Can I Ventures. We will be having a live discussion about uh, business formation and uh, the startup startups for new entrepreneurs. It's going to be live on Instagram. And I'm also going to be broadcasting on clubhouse. If you are on clubhouse, follow me. My handle is at sweet underscore T A L I E sweet tally. Uh, just yeah. Um, you'll see it. It'll say MPL consulting firm. Margaret Massey. Yes, Margaret, uh, Bernard Spain did launch the Dollar Express. They, and he started it and they have currently 106 locations nationwide and they pull in about 200 million of dollars of revenue annually. So Mr. Bernard Spain was no slouch. He also launched, um, a, a chain called Spain's Cards and Gifts. I don't know if anybody has heard about that. Um, back to our announcements. Um, the biz, the business entities ebook is available for $9 and 97 cents. Like I said, we are covering business entities the entire month of January. So go get your business entities ebook so that you can choose the business structure that works best for you. Um, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm for that, uh, as well, just in case anybody hasn't uh, gotten the memo, we are only broadcasting three days a week now instead of four. Uh, we are only broadcasting Monday through Wednesday, but we are extending the show by five to ten minutes each episode. Um, Miss Crystal 520 said, can we ask questions about office actions for trademarks? Uh, Miss Crystal 520, I would not feel comfortable answering that on live. Uh, you can DM me or set up, a, or even better, set up a free consultation to see if that's something I can help you with. I also want to make people aware, I am not a trademark attorney. While I do teach about trademarks and copyrights, I'm not a trademark attorney. I help people self-file. Um, if you want, you know, a trademark attorney who can do all of the stuff for you, that's not me, but I can refer you to people, Okay. Um, just to be clear about that, cause I don't want, I don't want nobody saying I did no fraud. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else? Our NPL nuggets. Hi, the sincere God. Our NPL nuggets for this episode. Uh, we went over sole proprietorships and partnerships. You can, uh, you know, go back to the beginning and listen to that. Okay, cool. Uh, uh glad Miss Crystal. Um, we got about four more minutes. If you guys have any more questions. Um, 
trying to think what else I needed to tell you. Oh, uh, the show merch. If y'all want your mugs, your cool mugs, I love this mug. Um, your t-shirts, uh, they are on sale. We are fully restocked. Uh, go get you some merch. Um, yeah, I think that's all I had to tell you guys. We'll be back here tomorrow night with more stories. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll be back here tomorrow night with more stories. If you find anything that you want me to talk about, please, please, please send it to the DM, you know, the inbox, however you can reach me, just send it to me so that, uh, I can talk about it. because when you send me stories, I know that you're interested in it. I know that you're engaged. So I love it when you send me stories. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think that that's all I have. If you guys don't have any more questions, we can break for tonight and meet me back here tomorrow at 8 PM. Okay. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.